This is The Takeaway. I'm John Hockenberry. Tell me your zip code, and I'll tell you how likely you are to be obese, out of shape, or at risk for heart disease. That's the idea behind a vast new data set on health assembled by the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. They've determined that the county you live in can have a tremendous impact on your overall health. The 2015 County Health Rankings Report is out today. Michelle Larkin, the Interim Vice President of Program Portfolios at Robert Wood Johnson Foundation, joins me to discuss the findings. Ms. Larkin, welcome to The Takeaway. Hi. Uh, How hard is it to assemble data like this, and how much is health by association, guilt by association? So the data comes from a bunch of different data sets um, that are available and provide data on almost every county in the United States. So it's a major undertaking. But uh, what we take away from it is that we really decided to do it because good health is about our medical care, but it's about so much more than that. It's about all the things that go into making us healthy or unhealthy, like education, transportation, housing, unemployment, uh, all of those things come together to help determine whether we live long and healthy and prosperous lives. If we live in a county that's ranked low, is it more difficult for us to have a healthy life or are we just, you know, an outlier in our among our own neighbors? We like to say to people, the rank is really a starter of a conversation. It's not the entire conversation. So you have to dig in. Uh, So I would encourage listeners to go to countyhealthrankings.org to dig into the county that they live in or work in to say, how are we doing? How does this data reflect a shift in strategy that communities need to take health into consideration as part of the overall quality of life and that if everyone is behaving in a healthy manner, it improves the health for individuals uh, all over the community? What we're seeing is communities that are struggling with high school graduation are recognizing that that means that they have a less educated workforce, which means that it's harder for them to attract or retain business uh, because they not only need a healthy workforce, they need a well-educated workforce, and those things are uh, really linked uh, if we're talking about both individual health, the health of our families, and the health of our communities. Is income inequality a determinant of health based on your data? That's one of our new measures this year. And when we first started releasing the rankings in 2010, uh, we were asked by counties to say, we really want to dig in and look at the differences. Um, Income is absolutely a predictor of health. It uh, helps us afford medical care when we're sick, helps us afford a safe uh, place to live, and also helps to ensure that our schools are well-resourced. So the income inequality measure allows uh, communities to go in and see how their community is doing and dig into the different populations and pockets uh, to be able to start that conversation and ensure that we're thinking about uh, all of the populations and engaging all of the populations within a county. We also know that there are some critical steps to take to ensure health. One is investing in education thinking about how we prioritize job training and connect job training with education so that, again, uh, as we attract business in, we have the workforce to be able to fill those jobs. Well, we are all invited to take a look at our health in our communities by taking a look at this data from the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. Michelle Larkin is the Interim Vice President of Programs and Portfolios at Robert Wood Johnson. Next week, we at The Takeaway are launching a series that's going to look at some of the big health problems in different communities in America. When I came in for my asthma, 
they gave me steroids. So that makes my diabetes higher. The dentists are overwhelmed. There are just not enough dentists to serve the population. My mom called and she just started screaming, your sister's dead, your sister's dead. That's just the beginning of our conversation. Sound pretty interesting, huh, Michelle? It does. And I think it's so important to have access to providers and to engage the leaders from business, faith groups, uh, healthcare. All of those folks have a role to play in building that culture of health for our nation. Well, and that's what we plan to do together with the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation and the American Communities Project. We'll visit five counties to explore the problem areas and the innovators working to address them. That's next week on The Takeaway. Thanks, Michelle. Thank you.